Yesterday, I um, got some bad news that I unfortunately lost a very close uncle of mine that was nifter in the middle of the night. Um, he was nifter in the middle of the night. It was a, a shock to everyone, including myself, someone that I was very close to. He lived in Flatbush, and every time I went to America, spent time there. Rabbi ben Sien, ben Motcha, Bizi Weiss. Very, very choshivin. I just want to spend a moment discussing it. You know, the parsha this week, the beginning of the parsha, so Rashi immediately says that we don't have to say Vayetze. He went out. We already said that already previously. The Rucham Kodesh discusses it also. We could have just said Vayelech Yaakov Charona. What does he have to say? He left. Rather, Rashi tells us a big side, famous idea, that when you have Tzadikim, Tzadikim make a Roshim in the world. They make an impression in the world. So when they leave, we feel the impression. Sometimes when a person is nifta, you feel the Roshim that he left is gone. You feel the void. I know, apart from being my own personal uncle, as well as that, he made a Roshim on so many people that I know. Hundreds, if not thousands of people. I personally held him to be one of the greatest speakers that I ever heard. That I, ever heard. He came, I was in yeshiva. He came to speak in yeshiva, which was amazing. In fact, one of the boys I remember who was here at the time, and we had many guest speakers, said, probably one of the greatest speakers we had to speak in yeshiva. He was an ish emes. An ish, as Rabbi Reisman said, and I watched the Leviah last night, many, many Rechosh Rabbanim spoke incredibly beautifully about him. And Rabbi Reisman said that he was a yid of total straightness. He was a yid that understood the emes and stood up to the emes. And his son, Danny, also my cousin, who spoke about his father, spoke about how we have many opportunities in our lives to do things that are not correct, but he always chose to do the right thing. He was a lawyer by profession, but that did not define who he was. He was a man, and I know this for a fact as well, because when I started giving Sherman Dafayomi, I asked him first for some advice. I asked him advice on many things, but one of them is when I started to embark on the journey of giving Dafayomi Sherman, he was a man who gave Dafayomi Sherman, and he was a busy person. He was a lawyer, he was busy, but he had the time to give Dafiyomi Shurim, which for him was not easy. After a whole day of work, to give a Dafiyomi Shurim, Shabbos, cold, winter, summer, it was always by him, Chosha, but it went even more than that. He was a man that went through many challenges. He didn't have such an easy time. He got married a little bit later in life, and he waited years and years to have children, which gave him a tremendous sensitivity. He was asked to speak by many organizations in America and around the world, for people, for couples that weren't Zoycha to have children and the pain not to have a child for years after getting married is very painful. It's a pain that Bezos Hashem, none of you should ever experience and no one should experience. It's a horrible pain, but it's a pain that unfortunately people go through. And he understood it from a real perspective because he went through it himself. And that gave him the sensitivity and the ability to give it over to others. He was asked by many organizations in America to speak it over. And I who have heard his speeches many times, he was to be the Badchen at my chasana and all my siblings as well. And he was able, had the ability to make people cry and laugh in the same speech. Now why am I telling you this? Is because he had challenges in waiting for children. Baruch Hashem, he was Zoycha to have three children instead of twins and a boy. Twin girls and a boy. At the age of 16, one of his daughters had a stroke. Completely out of nowhere. I was in the house about a week or two before that. And Baruch Hashem, everyone was healthy and well. And about a week or two after I left, 
It was Purim time, I think, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. She was 16 years old, and out of nowhere, she had a stroke. So he went, went into the life of, of, of having to deal with, with all sorts. He was in the ICU for weeks. And every single day, he gave the Dafiyomishi. He left the ICU, he was by, the, by his daughter's side, went to the next room, gave Dafiyomishi. Had to stay in, he had to go to, to California for a long time for therapy for his daughter. He had to give the Dafiyomishi from traveling, from hotels, from being busy, whatever it was. At weddings. This I never saw myself, but I heard from other people that at a wedding, in the middle of the wedding, like, where's he gone? He ran home, gave a dafiyomishe, and ran back to the chasna. Torah was for him choshev. He lived the Torah. He was a yid that lived the Torah, and he lived challenges in a positive way. I personally saw it. Many people go through challenges. And when they go through challenges, they get down, they get depressed. But he understood that this is what I need to do. And he did it with such positivity. He was a man of chiyas, of life, of energy. It was amazing. When he walked into the room, he was the man. I can't tell you. People told me he had a golden tongue. You know what I mean? That everything he said sounded good. You know those people? That whatever they say just sounds good. He was such a person. Whatever he said, when he's giving a drosha, when he's talking to you privately, it just sounded geschmack. He was a man of full positivity, of energy. In fact, Rabbi Reisman, who knew him for over 50 years, said that it's so hard to believe that a man of such energy, a man of such chiyas, of such geschmack, is not with us anymore. It doesn't make sense. Nebuch. They said by the Levi, a few people asked that when he goes up to Shemaim, that they save him a place. Because wherever he is in the Masech Tadruki, wherever he is in the, based in Shemal, is up there in Shemaim, probably is going to be a Gishmaka place. Because a Yid that went through challenges, a Yid that was able to overcome those challenges and meet those challenges with positivity, with emuna, And he did, he lived it with emuna. He lived Hashem. He lived Torah. He lived Chesed. He lived Stokka. He lived all of these things. He was a prime example of what a Balabos should be. A Balabos, someone that works in order to make a Parnasa, but lives with the Rabbi Nishana, lives with Torah, that lived with Chesed, giving other people aids, giving over his time. He was a man that was brimming with just giving over to other people. What can I do for Yenem? What can I do for somebody else? Like somebody mentioned by the Leviah, how incredible it was. How he, people used to ask him to speak. And he said, sure, no problem. And someone said, why are you doing this? You're busy. What are you? How can I say no? I asked him to come and speak for the Olam when we made an alumni event in Flatbush uh, just over a year ago. I asked him to speak and he said, sure, no problem. He spoke, he was beautiful, he said jokes. And then he, and he drove home the point. He had the ability to make light and easy Musa and put it in a very packageable fashion. And it, it, it's a chachma. It's a chachma. What can I tell you? And it's, I, I, I personally am going to miss him. When every time I went to America, I was able to be shown to discuss things with him. He understood people. He understood the yeshiva. He understood what I was doing. He understood what was going on. Very special person. And I really think it's a chizik. And as they always say, the midst of a person always stays with him and stays in the world as well. And therefore, we can grab those midst as well. Someone that I personally benefited from. Someone that I know for a fact, thousands and thousands of people. He personally gave chizik to them. I know them personally. who got chizik from him. Busy wise. Ah. You knew Busy Weiss. I used to go around in Flatbush and uh, uh, so many people, oh wow, Busy Weiss is your uncle. It's like my claim to fame. Busy Weiss is your uncle. It's amazing. He was a yid that just gave over to people. Chesed. He was able to do for other people, understood people. Amazing. We missed him. And Be'ez Hashem, that uh, any, any, anything that I can give over, that in his chus, Yaakov ben Siyan ben Matcha, special yid, special person. It's going to be missed by his wife, his three children, his son-in-law. My father, others as well, who knew him, who loved him, who cared for him, as he cared for other people as well. And it's a message for ourselves. 
at the end of the day, I notice as well, and this is something we notice all the time. You go to a Leviah and you hear their spadim and you hear what people are saying and you think to yourselves one thing. At the end of the day, when you leave this world, what have you left behind? You left behind your legacy. You left behind all the maizim toivim that you've done in this world. What they spoke about is not what he accomplished in business, is not how much money he managed to amass in this world, is not what car he drove, which restaurants he went to. They didn't mention that. Even though he may have done some of those things, that's not what they mentioned. They mentioned the ikir of a person's life, and that is Yiddishkeit, connection to Hashem, his tvila, his Yerushalayim, his chesed, ben adam l'chaveyu, his stalker. That's all they mentioned. That's all they were talking about. And if you go to any Leviah, that's what you'll hear. Because that's the ikri shal adam. And that's what should hopefully give us a little bit of a shake in the right direction. That after all, we're here for a purpose. And and what we are going to be when we leave this world after 120 years, Be'ez HaShem of being here, is is only that, what we accomplish. That's what it says in the parasha. He left and he went. He left because he created a Roshim. Every single one of us want to create a Roshim in this world. We want to create an impression that we left our mark in this world. We were created with a specific purpose and we left this world having fulfilled that purpose that nobody else in the entire world could ever have done. And that's something very, very Hashem. That's something that we should try and get for ourselves to try and do Be'ez HaShem is Neshama should be Be'ez HaShem and Shamayim should be made it to for the Mishpacha and should be Nechama for all the family who should only know Simchas Be'ez HaShem